Hey, welcome back to the Your Financial EKG Podcast. My name is Drew Blackston. I am your host today. I am also a certified retirement counselor, investment advisor representative, registered financial consultant, and your virtual financial advisor. So no matter if you live in Spokane, Washington, Los Angeles, California, Tuscaloosa, Alabama, uh, Springfield, Illinois, Lexington, Kentucky, or Tampa Bay, Florida, I am here to help you with your financial planning. Now listen, if this is your first time coming to the podcast, I want to say welcome or welcome back if you've listened multiple times. Uh, go to our website, Your Financial EKG. This is the way you're going to connect with me if you'd like to meet with me virtually, whether by Zoom FaceTime, phone, whatever you prefer. You're going to go there, fill out your information, and we will be in touch with you to schedule that. Connect with me on LinkedIn at Drew Blackston and go to our YouTube page and subscribe. Your Financial EKG is the title of the YouTube page. Make sure you subscribe and like. That's where we put a lot of great videos out on being good with your money, um, how to do money God's way, retirement planning, all kinds of great videos for you to watch. Now, listen, I want to talk today about training our money. Now, I know that kind of sounds weird. How do you train your money? But, you know, if you look around, training is all around us. You know, when I was growing up, I played baseball. And I remember in high school training to play baseball. You know, there was a there was a summer, I'm sorry, there was actually a baseball season, which would have been spring, where I did not have a very good season. And so going into the next season, I remember training in my garage um, for hours, hitting baseballs off of tees, making sure that I had good form. And so for that whole you know time between one season to the next, I trained myself to become a better baseball player. And we can do the same thing with our money. We can train ourselves to be better with our money. We have really two choices when it comes to our money. We can train our money or we can try with our money. You know, trying just gives us an excuse, right? Like, I tried to do that, but it didn't work. I tried to get out of debt, but it didn't work. I tried to invest, you know, but the market went down. I tried to save more, but, you know, we had to pay for this, that, and the other. But training has a vision. Training says, you know, I'm getting out of debt no matter what. I'm, I'm going to save this money. Okay, I had this expense come up. I'm still going to continue to save. Okay, the market went down when I started to invest. I'm going to continue to invest. I'm training because I have a vision. I have a vision to get out of debt. I have a vision to invest. I have a vision to grow my retirement accounts. I have a vision. You know, 1 Corinthians 9.26 says this. says, so I run with purpose in every step. I am not just shadow boxing. And I love that. Paul's saying in 1 Corinthians, saying, I am running with a purpose in every step. I'm not just shadow boxing. I'm not just trying to run this life with purpose. I am doing my life with purpose, and I want to do the same thing with your money. Craig Rochelle says it this way. He says, training is consistently doing the things today. I'm sorry. Let me start that over. Training is consistently doing things today to reach your goals in the future. Let me say that again. Training is consistently doing things today to reach your goals in the future. So I want to go through three areas of your money where we can train to be better. Okay, you ready? Let's go. 
All right, three things that you can do to train your money or three ways that you can train your money today. Number one, let's train our money to get out of debt. Yes, let's get out of debt. Now, I know with very, very, very low interest rates today, and if you go on YouTube or Google, there is a lot of counterintuitive arguments to this. People say, well, debt is so low. Interest rates are so low, it makes sense to have debt. It makes sense to put that money elsewhere. But let me tell you something. As your virtual financial advisor, it is in my best interest to tell you that having debt is not a good thing. Now, listen, I understand people have mortgage debt. I understand people have credit card debt, student loan debt. You know, it's expensive to go to college. It's expensive to buy a home. There's nothing wrong with debt. But what we want to do is try to get out of debt as quick as possible. I like how Dave Ramsey says it. He says that, you know, you get out of debt and then you can say, by God, this is my house or by God, this is my cash. Because what we're able to do by getting out of debt is freeing up our cash flow to do other things. And now let's just use our home for an example. If we have a debt free house, now we have an asset that is growing um, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten percent a year, depending on what area you live in. And so that's increasing your net worth. And if you're a younger family and you live in a bigger home, you know, one day your kids are going to move out. You're going to be able to sell that home and use that cash for your retirement. So how do we train our money to get out of debt? We create a plan to get out of debt. We don't just try to get out of debt. We don't just say, well, I tried to put a couple extra payments on my mortgage. No, we create a plan. We look at our budget and we say, okay, each month I can take an extra $500 and I can stick that on my mortgage. Or I can take an extra $30 and stick that on my mortgage. It doesn't matter the amount, whether it's $30, $500, or $5,000. What we're trying to do is create a plan. Remember, we're trying to create a vision, right? Trying gives us an excuse. Training gives us a vision. We are training ourselves to get out of debt. And we do that with our budget and understanding, okay, I've got this amount of money left over each month after I've saved money, after I've invested, after I've paid the bills. We have this amount left over that we're not going to use. We're going to put this on our mortgage and every month we're going to do this and we're not going to let anything stop us. We are going to continue to do this. Okay, so the number two thing, well, number one, train yourself to get out of debt. Number two, train yourself to save money. Now, I probably should have flipped these. Number one should have been saving. Number two should have been debt. But let's let's go with savings real quick. Because 70% of Americans, now this is a, a recent study, 70% of Americans can't cover a $400 cash emergency. Think about that. 70% of Americans... So there's like 335 million Americans in this country. So 335, what is that, 70%? So 235 million Americans can't cover a $400 emergency. Well, we don't want to be like that. I don't want you to be like that. So we need to start saving money. We need to train ourselves to save. And it goes along with what we just talked about with debt. You know, we have a budget. We look at what's going in, what's going out, how much money we can actually save, and we start building up what, what many financial advisors call an emergency fund. We need an emergency fund. And I would say, you know, if you could have, if you don't have anything in savings, I would say your goal, your vision needs to be saving $1,000. 
See if you can save $1,000. Now, a good rule of thumb, if you're married, you want to have at least three months of expenses saved. Okay, if you're married and both of you are working, let me say that, you want to have three months of expenses saved. If you're married and only one of you is working, six months of expenses is what you want saved in your emergency fund. So if you're single, six months of savings. If you are... um, cohabitating, I guess would be a good word, and both of you are contributing to the expenses, then you would want three months in emergency savings. So again, 70% of Americans can't cover a $400 cash emergency. So we need to train our money to start saving for emergencies. Again, it all goes back to the budget. Now, lastly, number three, we need to train our money to invest Now, sounds simple. It sounds like something that's really easy. But we need to train ourselves to consistently contribute to our retirement accounts, whether that's a 401k that you have at work, a 403b. Maybe you don't get offered either of those at your work, so it would be maybe you need to open up a Roth IRA. You know, with a custodian, again, that's something that we can help you out with. You go to my website, yourfinancialekg.com, and listen, we can help you with any of these. We can help you with a plan to get a debt. We can help you with a plan to save, and we can help you with a plan to start investing. And here's the thing with the market, and here's the thing with investing. As soon as you put money into the stock market, it's going to go down. Because that's just how it happens, right? Everybody I talk to who like tried to invest, they always say, well, I put money in and the market went down. I lost money immediately. That's what's going to happen. But if you think about the last 68 years, okay, so the last 17 presidential administrations, including President Biden right now, the last 68 years, the market has gone up, uh, what is that, 14 of the last 17 presidential administrations. There's only been three presidential administrations where the market didn't go up. So you need to train yourself to invest. And how do we train ourselves to invest? It goes back to the same thing that we talk about in debt and in savings. We have a budget. So if I looked at this in, in order of importance, I would say for me it would be, one, you need to build up your emergency fund. Once you've done that, once you feel comfortable with the amount of money that you have in an emergency fund, we need to look at paying off our debt. That's number two. And number three, we need to look at investing. Now, debt and investing can go together. So if you had a choice to, let's say you had $500 left over at the end of the month, or let's make it more realistic. Let's say you had $200 left over at the end of your month, and you said, should I put this $200 on my mortgage as an extra payment, or should I put this $200 in investing? What I would say is split the difference. Take $100 and put it on your mortgage towards principal, not towards principal and interest, but towards principal, and take the other $100 and put it towards your investing account. So that's a Roth IRA or 401k or IRA, whatever you have. That's going to give you the best bang for your buck. Because listen, I don't want it to be an all or nothing scenario. We want this to be something where we can do it and efficiently start eliminating debt and building up our retirement savings. Because remember, what we're trying to do is train our money to run with purpose. Remember what 1 Corinthians 9.26 says, says, so I run with purpose in every step. So every step that we take with our money, we want it to be a a step of purpose, right? Whether that's spending Christmas gifts, right? Whether we're buying Christmas gifts, we're doing that for a purpose, or we're trying to pay down our debt, we're doing it with a purpose. So again, the three things that three things that you need to do to train your money today, train your money to get out of debt, train your money to save, 
and train your money to invest. Now, listen, thank you so much for listening to the Your Financial EKG podcast. Again, go to my YouTube page, subscribe there, Your Financial EKG. Connect with me on LinkedIn at Drew Blackston or go to my website, yourfinancialekg.com. Would love to connect with you. If you would like us to put together a personalized financial plan for you, go again, go to the website, yourfinancialekg.com, and we can do that for you today. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.